morning, everyone. All organized. We are. Good morning, everyone. This is Carol So, aka Nani Boss, live on this fantastic Friday with two sisters. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0. Fantabulous Friday, <laughs> excuse me, start of a new week, start of, I'm sorry, the end of the week, but the start of a new month. Um, it's July 4th weekend. Um, so much goodness. Oh yeah, it's going, it's going down. I mean, I know there's a lot of festivities going around, I'm sure, you know, really all over the United States. And, you know, again, somebody's got the news on first thing in the morning, like I walk into the kitchen and I've what I'm looking at, and it is Fantabulous Friday, so I'm going to keep that in mind. So I'm going to address this and kind of, you know, you can have your take and then we'll, we'll, we'll put it aside. But I thought how sad it is that it is. It's, it's so awesome that it's July 4th weekend, right? You know, we celebrate so much goodness about our country, our flag, you know, what July 4th stands for, freedom, just, you know, everything... Uh, fireworks, family, and yet <laughs> the clown in D.C. is overseas totally disrespecting our country, saying some horrific things, um, such an embarrassment, such an embarrassment, especially this time of year where, uh, you know, it, not that it's the official kickoff of summer, because obviously we already had that but with Memorial Day, but, you know, it's a festive time. You, you know, this country has been through so much over the last couple of years. And, you know, it, it, it's, you know, I, I saw this quote today. It's like both uh, political sides are, are the, the parents fighting over, you know, the, the rights of, you know, parenting the child, which the child happens to be the big brother in DC. And I just thought, what a disservice. This is a time that, you know, oh God, let's just let our hair down. Let's have some fun. Let's get back to a, a, you know, normal, not a new normal, just normal, just fun. Fireworks, cookouts, hot dogs, hamburgers, potato salad, macaroni salad, fruit salad. Who doesn't like fruit salad? I love fruit salad. Uh, swimming, uh, playing kickball you know, baseball, you have a lot of wiffle ball games going on during July 4th festivities. Uh, you know, you've got a lot of, you know, beveraging going on, you know, everyone's got their favorite beverage. And I thought, can we just, can we just stop? Can we just stop this nonsense? Because it's embarrassing. It is not embarrassing. Well, I shouldn't say this. not, I mean, it's embarrassing to our country as a whole, but it should be more embarrassing to the people that voted this meatball in. I mean, to be not on our soil, I mean, even on our soil, he disrespects our country. And that's kind of one, you know, I kind of look at that aspect as, okay, you're around the table with your family and you always got that one who sticks their foot in his mouth. Well, that's him 24-7 when he's on our land, our, our table, our soil. But now he's overseas with leaders from, from many different areas and he's disrespecting our country, saying some horrible things. And I just thought, let it go, um, speak my, speak it, because it's got to be, you know, this is Fantabulous Friday. We should be celebrating, and none of us should have to wake up to that kind of nonsense. I just wish you would just 
And I, I would like to say think before you speak, but you can't say that in someone in, in his whatever condition he's in. So I understand that. So I'm, I'm not going to uh, uh, d disrespect whatever ailment he's he's going through. But at some point, you need to just stop. And who's ever handling him should be getting an F. <laughs> well, perhaps he did not have his little cue card with him. And I will share with you my cue card. Oh boy. Can you see it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. for those of you who are listening, listening to this, I just held up my flipping cue card, which says, and, and this is what I'm going to say on the subject because I hear what you're saying. I feel what you're saying. It ticks me off. And what I wrote, and trust me, I can go off. I wrote divider in chief. So dick for short. And I'll just leave it at that. So moving along. Moving right along. You know, maybe the final thing I'll say about it or, or comment is history, whether we like it or not, is there. It's to be looked upon to not only learn, but to educate and how can we do things better? How can we do things differently? How can we include everyone without every time that you say or do something where, where and both sides have tantrums, okay? You know, oh, yeah. I'm not yeah. saying, but, but what I am saying is we still, we still cannot have, <laughs> excuse me, a logical or a really good discussion because if, if you try to, it's misconstrued um, in, you know, you're called names. And like, as we said, you know, for every action, there's a reaction. So I, at this point, have to remove my viewing displeasure of the news because that's good for my for my soul, for my sanity, because it is infuriating for me. And, you know, obviously it's July, thinking back to last July where, you know, everything started happening and I'm like, okay, I am control of my emotions. I am control of how I feel. And when you, you feel that anxiety or, <laughs> anger or whatever it may be, you know, for me, it's a, a sign of, okay, I need to take care of my, of me. And part of that is taking myself out of the equation. I'm aware of, of what's going on for sure, but I have to do it in such a way where it does not drive me flipping crazy. And I guess that's all I'll say about the dick. Right. Well, you know, and, and I think part of that is, you know, when you, like you said, you wake up, you're feeling good, start of a new month. And this goes back to, to mindset and about validating how one feels, but not let it letting it consume. Because let's be real, we can't control 
we, we don't have a cane <laughs> that you can grab them off the stage. Um, you don't have people that are, they can't control him. They, they, you know, because once he's out there, he's, he's out there, you never know what you're really going to get. That's part of the problem, I'm sure, from a handler's perspective. But I thought, have we, has our democracy um, gone down that rabbit hole of we have to handle who's in charge? Like, like when you even, just even have that conversation, does anyone not realize how crazy that sounds? Because you, you will hear the, you'll hear the media constantly referred to as handlers or, you know, his staff handling him. And I thought we've gone down a very unusual path. Uh, and like, you're absolutely correct about history. Uh, history has a way of uh, judging how things were done, how things were handled. So we don't repeat it. I can't imagine that. And I'm not going to, you know, you can never say never. Because I think if you were to say to us 10 years ago, 20 years ago, that we would have someone that holds that seat, whether you believe he earned it or not, I'll leave it at that, mm -hmm. that would be in an, you know, outside of our country, disrespecting his own country and trying to dismantle, divide, uh, destroy. I mean, it, it, like it's every D adjective word that you can come up with, he's doing in, in a negative way. You could not imagine that 10 years ago, 20 years ago, even you just, you couldn't imagine that, that this is where we would be today, that you would have someone who is supposed to be the most powerful person in our country with cue cards, uh, with th th these continued missteps. And it comes to a point where yeah, a lot of people will do the memes and falling off the bike and, you know, the, the repeat things. Uh, you know, yes, we know that you have to have a sense of humor to get through these hard times. We know that as well. But I don't want to belittle um, his situation as far as from a from a medical perspective, because right. we, we don't know. It's pretty obvious that there's something, whatever you want to call it, that is going on. Um, and you can have that table, you know, in private discussion, and you know, whatever. But the point being is, regardless of all of that, the fact that we, uh, the, the, even with the media, refer to, you know, his, the people that are in charge of him as handlers, um, whether it's guiding him on the stage, whether, you know, again, you see those memes where he truly looks like he he's, doesn't even know where he is. That's a scary thing to know that he also has the codes to uh, certain things. So it, it's an uneasy feeling knowing that we do not have a strong leader. I, I do not care what anyone says. It has nothing to do with party because I always thought Obama was a strong leader. Uh, I've rewound that because I don't think he was, I thought he was, a, I, re, I rephrase that now is that he was very articulate, he was very charismatic. Was he a strong leader? No, uh, but he was charismatic. So he, he had that polish to him. Um, so even though he, you know, did things that maybe policy-wise you didn't agree with, and that's why, hence, he's not there any longer, plus he had his two terms. Uh, well, actually, he's technically on his third term. Um, but the point being that he, he was polished. He didn't have these, he wasn't being guided on stage. He wasn't coming up with cue cards. He didn't look lost. Uh, he was always professional, even though you didn't agree with his policies or his politics. This is you've got the combination of you're not really agreeing what it, it, and it really should not even be about party at this point <laughs> the destruction that is going on in our country it, it is real but 
The flip side of that is we know that we live in a universe of abundance, but we still have to revalidate those things and then we got to put them away and that's what we're doing. But it is a scary time for a lot of people. They're trying to enjoy July 4th, you know, biting the bullet with paying higher prices for hot, I mean, hot dogs. Went up. Even, um, you know how you can get the roasted chicken because a lot of times I'll buy the roasted chicken to make chicken salad or homemade chicken soup, which I did today for, for a friend of mine slash neighbor who's recovering some, from surgery. I could always buy a nice, plumpy, you know, Purdue roasted chicken for $4.99. It's almost $12 now. I mean, think about that. Well, let me tell you about a little trip I took to the gas pump this morning. Well, isn't it supposed to be lowered for they're doing some, isn't there something he's doing? No? Well, whatever he's doing, it ain't doing diddly squat. Over $78 to fill up the Pacifica. That is disgusting. Yeah, they, last they, year, let's, you know, now that we're on the call and a little bit down the rabbit hole. Well, do last so, year it was yeah. you're saving 17 cents on flipping hot dogs. Yeah, I bet hot dog prices have gone up tremendously. Hamburger, chicken, uh, fish. Fish is astronomical as well, which is not your favorite, so you don't care. But I know. But I, I have to say, that I believe in Florida, uh, Governor DeSantis has suspended, I believe he suspended the state tax for gas temporarily, or it's coming up, I'm not sure which, but I actually did notice the prices here come down. I mean, you say come down, they're still over $4. Uh, I wanna say, I think I saw a spot for like 4.31 or something uh, a gallon, which again, is no big bargain, but at least it's lower. Than it, you know, I mean, literally earlier in the week it was four seventy nine. So you know, coming down forty cents a gallon. You know, when you, when you start saying, well, at least we came down forty cents a gallon. I mean, do we hear ourselves when you think about that? When when literally two thousand twenty, December of two thousand twenty, I flew back from. We've actually flew back for Christmas, and I said, look at the gas prices, and I think it was a dollar eighty nine at that point. And then January hit, uh, the current clown was in and literally just started to creep up. It, it almost immediately started to creep up. And no, it's not because of another country or another leader. <laughs> we have plenty of gas here. We're just, we have plenty of fuel. We've got plenty of oil. We're just not using it. Right. and we could really go down another rabbit hole, but since we're talking about rabbit holes. Yeah. So I saw an interesting article. Now, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna say who the person is right at the moment, but I thought it was a good article. And I thought, you know, freedom of speech, whether you agree with somebody or not, they still have a right to speak the way they feel they need to. That's what's amazing about America. You don't have to agree with the person. You don't have to watch the person on TV or on radio. You know, you see them on the news or whatever, on the radio, turn the channel, turn it off. But what I thought was interesting about this article is that everyone is calling for this person's firing. 
And <laughs> while I do not care for this person whatsoever, um, you know, it, are, are, are we that much of a cancel culture type of society? Like for instance, if, you know, somebody doesn't like your point of view, they're going to, you know, probably get behind their keyboard, you know, the keyboard bully type of thing. <laughs> so anyways, this article was about Whoopi Goldberg and everybody calling, calling for her firing. And again, I am not, I, I loved her as an actress. Why, all they, why are they calling for her firing? I don't see, I don't watch that show. Because of what she said about a particular, um, a very horrific event uh, with Hitler way back when. Ooh, with a particular, okay. it, it was not pleasant what she said or how she said it. She did um, clarify and she did apologize. Again, I want to say, <coughs> I'm not that big of a fan of her anyways. Now, do I agree with what she said? Oh, hell no. Not one iota. Um, I'm glad that she had the opportunity, that she saw the opportunity to apologize for what she said. Absolutely. Um, and I don't like that show anyways, because you know, how, I just don't like the show, The View. I, I used to like it like years well, ago. Yeah, when, when Barbara Walters was on it. Right, when it talked about, you know, just, you know, everyday things or whatever. But now, I obviously, like a lot of shows, it's become very uh, biased. And, you know, I think you've got to have a happy balance. And, and sadly, that's why a lot of these shows aren't doing well because they don't have a happy balance and they've got, um, now granted they are not reporters in the sense of just report the news kind of a thing. It is an opinionated type of show. I get that. Um, and they, they did try to do their best balancing with like they would have, you know, obviously again, the, the seat of the table was not balanced. They would have a token uh, conservative um, with very uh, elitist, uh, liberal agenda type per personalities. So they did their best to make it appear that they were balanced, but they're not truly balanced. You're not balanced when you have, you know, five people at a table and one is one way and you've got equal numbers that are on uh, the, op the opposing side. And I think for those that serve that seat, they did the best they, they 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 could holding holding you know when you've got you know four people coming after at all times so whatever the numbers were because they did vary i know from year to year um and you know well you know kudos that she did apologize hopefully it was sincere i think it was sincere i mean it, it, i really felt that i i wouldn't doubt that and i think that's the, the other key piece to what is the the division that's going on there are there are are some people that you know truly believe what they're saying and as long as they have that latitude to say ooh like i came on too strong or ooh i stuck my foot in my mouth because we all do it everyone sticks their foot in their mouth so to say oh my god did you hear that outrageous statement like you know she really well what she said was really really bad 
I have no doubt all people, we all do that at some point in our lives. <clears throat> the difference is, yeah, you may be in the heat of the moment and maybe it does come out the wrong way. Or the flip side of that is that it did come out the right way. This is truly how I feel, but I'm still going to apologize because I know it hurt people's feelings. This is, this is how I interpret it. This is my truth of how I truly believe. And I understand that you may not agree with me, but I also understand that I didn't want to purposely hurt anyone's feelings. So there's a way of balancing that out. And I think we've lost touch. We've lost sight of that through uh, this d division that we're feeling. Uh, I know certainly, you know, I've gone down that rabbit hole myself and I've learned to like rewind that the bottom line is that a lot of people that are professing these, what we might interpret as far left or far kooky, um, they truly believe what they're saying. Uh, I think there's only a small, a really small number that know it's not correct, but do it anyways, because they want incite something. And sadly, we have a lot of politicians that are like that. But I think that the normal everyday person, and I'm not, when I say normal everyday person, I don't necessarily mean someone in Hollywood or uh, a celebrity because they're not an everyday person. You know, they, uh, they're an everyday person, but because of what they do for a living, puts them in a different category of exposure to getting their word out or their narrative or whatever it may be. I'm talking about the everyday person that's really passionate about their beliefs. We have a family member that's like that. And he truly believes, you know, when, when we get into those kind of, you know, tug of wars, he truly believes what he's saying. So I can't, you know, I can scratch my head. I can say, doesn't he see the light? Um, but the bottom line is he does believe what he believes. So he's not saying it to be vicious, although sometimes it comes out that way. He truly believes what he's saying. So, you know, do you then argue, you know, and I think this is the point that people have to take a step back to understand it's okay to believe your beliefs, even though they're not the same, even though everything in the world is, world is telling you the complete opposite, that person believes it, but you have to get to a point where you can say, I'm going to say this, it might hurt your feelings, but this is truly how I feel, but my intent is not to hurt your feelings, just this is how I believe it. The other key piece to that, which is the hard part for anybody, is to be open-minded enough to say, hmm, let me go down that rabbit hole to how that person thinks and feels because maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I'm not informed. Maybe I need to do more investigating or maybe I've got to reevaluate my mindset of why I think what I think. And I don't think we've reached that point that people can, you know, extend the hand, extend the olive branch to let some of this anger and divisiveness and stress settle enough to have a conversation that may be hard but that you're still willing to go back and forth in a more of a peaceful manner we're not there yet no, we're, we're a long ways away from that but i'm hoping you know that the more people that you know talk about these things and talk about them in a respectful manner uh, and knowing when you have that conversation you're really taking you're really putting yourself out there and you're taking a gamble because you don't know whether the person's going to be in attack mode, like apparently uh, in this case of Goldie Hodge or whatever her name is, Goldie, what's her no, name? Whoopi. Whoopi. Whoopi Goldberg. Goldie Hodge. I don't know why I was thinking of her. Um, but anywho, you know, they, sometimes you set yourself up in such a way that you don't even know 
how that other person is going to respond to what you're saying. And I think that's the point that at some point, you know, something's got to give. And sometimes you just have to walk away from it. And that's the only way you have that sanity. Again, validate it, put it in that compartment and say, look, it's out of my control. I can only control how I'm going to act and how I'm going to react. And if I know that I'm really unsure that this person is not going to come and attack mode at me if I have this conversation, it's not the right time to have the conversation and walk away. And that's hard to do, I think. Don't you think? I mean, that's kind of, especially where you know, like your gut tells you, you know it's correct. Is it is it better to be right or is it better to just like walk away? Well, that's a great question. And it really depends, I think, obviously on the, the situation at hand. Obviously, we're chatting about politics in general mm. politics is a very sensitive subject yeah. i choose at this point not to engage especially on social media about politics because that depletes my energy mm -hmm. you know what we're talking about clutter to me that is clutter and if i specifically know that i cannot have a reasonable responsive communication, discussion, whatever it may be, then for me at that point, it's like, what is the point? I, I will listen to what the person has to say. Sometimes I want to process what they say first to process what they say in order to have a more of an educated response to them but I think what's lost in these conversations is the ability to listen without interjecting. That's, you know, and I, I'm guilty of that. I've done that. I've interjected before. Like, so I'm, I'm very mindful of that. But I think the difference, and this is no, no means to say that I'm better than somebody else because I'm not, but I can step up to the plate and say, you know what? I was out of line. Like, I am not afraid to step up to the plate and say, I was wrong. I was out of line. I'm sorry. Let's, <laughs> let's go back. Whereas some people are just not, and, and that's okay too. So that's why I say at all costs, you do need to protect your energy and it's not engaging in political type of discussions on social media. I will say with social media, I mean, obviously it can be a great thing. Here's something I don't understand about social media. You know, when somebody puts up a post and they say, um, <clears throat> you know, if you don't comment on how we met or yada, 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 through Facebook, I'm going to delete you. I, I see those types of posts where I'm cleaning out my friends list. Are you one of the lucky ones? Well, if you have 5,000 friends on Facebook, you got to be pretty darn busy, I'm thinking, to have 5,000 friends because who in the world has 5,000 friends, number one? Uh, you know, they could be business acquaintances, people that you, things that you have in common. But why spend that energy testing the waters in such a way that what, what is the point? I, I don't even know why people do that. You know, like you said, if, if you uh, 
prove to me that you're my friend by sharing my post or reposting my post. And I'm thinking to myself, if you really got to ask the question, don't you already have the answer? Right. And it's one of those, uh, it's one of those light bulb moment, moments. Like, did, and I think to myself when I see these, did they like, did they really think of like, what was their thought process in posting that? That's what I'm most curious about. Like, you know, just did they get to that point where they wanted people to, you know, engage in, well, I met you through blah, blah, blah. Like, well, I'm sure, you know, from, from an entrepreneurial perspective, people are trying to be creative in ways of engagement because social media is engagement. And the way you engage is by conversation. So I, I get that, but I'm, uh, you know, one of, the, one of the great things and one of the great tools that I've learned uh, with being an entrepreneur is a call to action. Uh, if, you're, if you're asking them a question, and I think they're utilizing that particular question, as you say, as a call to action, because they do want that engagement. So I, I do get it. But to me, it's got to be relative to uh, your your personal being. Like sometimes I'll say, you know, oh my God, you know, where would you prefer to, you know, vacation? Let's just say uh, on a beach or in a mountain skiing. Uh, you know, because both of those things have special meaning to me, or that I, you know, enjoy doing at one time or another. I'm just, you know, again trying to. For me, when I do that engagement, it's more to lighten the load because social media is so crazy. Um, I do like reels. Reels are another way to engage with people um, and just be your goofy self, you know, humor. You, you got to have some humor. You know, people are going through things that are really disrupting their mindset. So, you know, I think for those that are doing that, if they're an entrepreneur, they're, you know, and I'm not going to answer for them, but my assumption would be they're, they're looking for engagement. Mm. And, and you know what? And, and that's perfect for them. And that is their right to do that. Just saying. That's my kind of yeah, and they, right. And that may not be, you know, something, you know, that you necessarily would do. But, you know, for me, I, I think the one thing, if we're talking about like what bugs us on social media, I think the one thing that would probably bug me on social media is uh, posting whether it's uh, a serious uh, disease, uh, cancer, you know, uh, recovery, whatever it may be, a loss, you know, someone's mourning someone, whatever it may be. And at the very end, um, basically, I want to see how many people are going to share this. That, to me, um, serves no purpose, because I think everyone is relatable to all of those things. I, I don't know one family that scathed from some sort of disease or recovery or tragedy. Um, there is no perfect family out there. There's no perfect family unit. We've all had our um, bout with the, all those subjects. And I would like to see them, you know, switch that into saying share because it's a copy and paste. There's no thought process in it. It's not what the person was feeling. Instead, I would flip that around to say, you know, tell me, tell me your journey. What impacted you the most over this disease or this situation? And I think what also happens on social media, people become lazy. Uh, again, it's, you know, you're on your device, 
click share click share there's no there's no there's no personality in it there's no and i think that's sadly what social media has done is we've lost the we've lost the ability to actually have conversation and we've lost the ability uh, that communication is a two-way conversation you get to hear the person's voice the tone so you know pick up the phone and call people you know if, you, if you've got a subject that you know you're really trying to maybe get the word out about uh, either do it that way or call somebody up and say hey i know you know your family went through this you know what was your take on it give me your thoughts and then that way you if you truly are trying to get insight if you're trying to utilize that as a means of engagement there's better ways of doing it that's all so that's a mo means of engagement just saying and we have some clickbait going on with social media and what is your category of exposure bada bing bada bing I, I, I didn't hear that last part we have what bait going on clickbait clickbait yeah enlighten me <laughs> okay so clickbait like you said or somebody does a social media post and at the bottom they say oh share this blah blah, oh, gotcha. blah. i see what you're saying oh yeah 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 you're correct yeah absolutely absolutely don't and be a hostage to clickbait you heard it here as a public bait. service announcement got it the click and the bait all right i, I didn't quite hear you and now my hearing is pretty good it's just you know i think i think it just with the uh, internet it might have been a little blurb and that's why i didn't quite get the whole bait i didn't hear the click now i get it sister i get it but it is this friday this is a day that we we like to kind of reevaluate our week how are you going to evaluate your week are you you know kind of you know writing it down you know what did i accomplish uh did i meet my goals did i kind of flub up did i get derailed uh did i have distraction these are all things that are happening and what are you going to do about it what are you going to do about it what you going to do what you going to do because your you is coming for you so that that's the mindset that your your inner self is going to eventually rear its ugly set head and and make you feel bad that you didn't accomplish it so you squish that part of your brain out and say look at what did i do that i'm proud of what did i do that i accomplished even though maybe it was a smaller stepping stone but so what it was still a stone right you still took a step forward uh maybe it was that you accomplished you were going to get your laundry done all week maybe you were going to you know if you're an entrepreneur you're going to hit some some milestones and some different marks within your business maybe it could be that you got out of your comfort zone you did something that took you into like you've been oh you just want to try it and you're like oh god am i going to do it and it's like not going to come out great or did you just go for it and now maybe it wasn't as pretty as you would like but you still did it so what what would be something that you are excited about that you accomplished this week something excited about wow just some amazing conversations with people literally from around the world mm -hmm. um just excited at, at always the everyday potential and you know being being just being me <laughs> well that sounded so matriarchy <laughs> so I have my burpee shirt on. We're both wearing purple. Yep, burpees don't like you either. I know, burpees, yeah, not one of my faves. I can, um, 
and of course I'm still limited. So today is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm working a little bit more with the bands and um, I did do some, you know, I've been getting in some good stretches um, and I'm gingerly stretching the hip because I know I'm actually going to be starting on prednisone for just one week. I'm not a prednisone fan, but um, if I've got some inflammation going down there, it's going to at least help me ease into whatever they're going to maneuver my body to do, which I'm not really excited about, but it has to be done because, you know, I got to get back on the court. So I'm going a little kooky, but um, back to real quick. Um, you know, I, I had some, some great accomplishments. Um, my last accomplishment of the day is to clean my cluttery desk because I, you know, been working really hard in my business. I was super excited that I've uh, got some new thrivers going that are excited to start their journey and I'm super excited for them because there's nothing better than I like than sharing all about good gut health. That's our second brain. So I'm excited about those things. Um, and I'm just excited because you know what? It's July 4th weekend. It's going to be a fun weekend. And I'm hoping that everyone, you know, is safe. Uh, you know, don't drink and drive. You know, sometimes these kinds of weekends, people partake and it's okay to partake, but just know you're, you know, Make sure you've got somebody that's responsible taking care of you. And, uh, you know, this is a time where everyone, like, the picnic-y food comes out. And then you get to that point where, oof, you can enjoy the picnic-y food. Don't think that you can't uh, if you are one that really. And you know what? You know what, what food group that really gets a bad rap is potatoes. Uh, potatoes are high in potassium. There's a lot of goodness to potatoes. So what I've been doing with either a macaroni salad and or a potato salad is I've been using the vegan A's. So not the regular mayonnaise uh, to make it a little bit healthier as far as, you know, the fat contents and all that uh, and still make it the regular recipe. And I'm telling you, it tastes just as good. So there are ways that you can make those favorites in a healthier version. But guess what? If you can't and someone else is bringing it, don't deprive yourself. Just don't have a whole plate full of it. You know, don't go back for seconds, thirds, and fourths. Say, you know what? I'm going to enjoy all this meal, but I'm going to be responsible because there's nothing more uh, unflattering than a, like a, this massive plate of food because A, your body really can't absorb all that food at one sitting. If you really understand, and I don't care how big you are, you cannot consider, I mean, you, yes, you can, but your stomach really can't handle it. So just be mindful of that. And on that note, we hope you do have an amazing weekend, of course. Uh, not sure if we are going to be on Monday because that is July 4th. We, yeah, I think we can do it. Yeah, we'll see what happens. You just never you just never know when we're going to show up. And on that note, my name is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Steve of 5.0, and I am with two. This says, and this is Carol, so a.k.a. Nani Bus, wishing everyone a very happy, happy July 4th, America's birthday. Block out the noise, enjoy the red, white, and blue. Uh, keep in mind, you know, all those that make it safe that we have the ability that we can enjoy these holidays. Block the noise out. You enjoy your holiday. Enjoy your family and friends. And we will see you July 4th. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.